Underpowered Hour. On this week's show, Ike reacts to the new Defender Trophy, and then we're joined by Ed Testa and Eddie Ma from the Southern California Rover Club to talk about their Rover Rendezvous event and IE Rover's sponsorship of the Rebel Rally Team. Now, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Steve Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about our cars and what we're working on at thebarriscollection.com or follow us on Instagram at thebarriscollection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss. Thank you to everyone joining us today. I'm the incandescent lamp to Stephen's LED. I'm the warm glow of podcasting, Ike Goss. I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram at Pangolin 4x4. Let's get started. All right, Ike. So in the news, actually not this week, it's actually from a few weeks ago, we kind of glazed over it. And Mm -hmm. it's funny, in talking about the show run today, we're like, wait, did we already talk about that? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's a different trophy edition thing. We, of course, already talked about the uh, Defender trophy or Land Rover trophy or whatever they're calling it, camo uh tiny ike the new classic defender trophy edition right and uh this this one is the new new defender trophy edition that is correct to be confused uh i can't see how you would get those confused no it's uh, super straightforward yeah yeah this is the new generation uh current year trophy edition defender correct absolutely correct that is absolutely correct um and they've done this before this is the sand glow wrapped uh car and as part of that um i think they're you know they're between 95 and 100 and some odd thousand dollars Mm -hmm. um and as part of that you get to go to um i assume uh, in north carolina with the the never experience there and yeah and you you do your you do the little event which sounds super cool and if you win that event uh then they send you to eastern and you get to do uh, like a, a wrap up event there, like a, a big one in the in the UK, which is kind of cool. And I don't yeah. know if that coincides with the camo trucks in the UK or if it's a different one. Uh, yes, you are right. This is the new new Defender, and uh, you have not seen this livery. Uh, no, no, yet. we've been de- de- deliberately keeping this a secret yeah. because we're gonna do the unfailing and reaction <laughs> live here on the reveal, show. Uh, reaction. So yeah. if you haven't uh, gone over to our YouTube uh, channel to see the uh, video versions, which we've been uh, working on to make them uh, more watchable by cutting more of us out of it, um, <laughs> you'll be able to see uh, Ike's reaction uh, to this vehicle. So Ike, I'm going to text it to you now. Do you have All your right. uh, device ready? I am ready with my device and i await your text okay, with a photo comes. of this vehicle here it comes here comes the uh the photo of this vehicle the defender trophy and this is the 20 i don't know 2023 i guess 2022 right, whatever it it's the current model defender trophy so I'm, uh, first I'm, first impression i'm opening the text this is okay, my genuine impression holy biscuits okay. look at that thing <laughs> oh wait, no, darn. no, that isn't the car. That isn't the car. That's something. Uh, don't don't tell anybody about that. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Actually, a three rash. tone. We got a three yeah. tone paint job three here. We got uh, it's black on top. I'm describing it for those of you that haven't seen it. Black yeah. on top, so yeah. black roof panel, and then a blackout hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the blackout panel is not covering the entire hood. The right. the hood itself is is white. 
right along with the sections that go around the tread plate on the what would be the fender tops but is a larger hood on this car and then it has a a white belt line stripe that Mm -hmm. goes down the side that uh that separates the black top from the sand glow body and and this is a wrap and i don't know i i'm assuming this car is a black car to begin with is that right I believe it's a white car this time. It's a white car. So yeah, the, top, the original the ones were on black. the top is black. I see. The I think it has the optional black roof, and I, it might have the glass roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it has, uh, yeah, I believe it's a white car, and then it has just sand glow, or I think they call it eastern yellow now, but sand glow on the sides. And then black on the bottom, and then black. This one has the Defender Trophy logo on the side of the door. It's probably about uh what would you say 14 inches tall and two feet long it's a big logo it's a big logo Mm -hmm. and then you've Mm -hmm. got black wheels Mm -hmm. um this one has the side ladder and the roof rack Mm -hmm. and i think the previous one had 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 a winch on the front didn't it yeah and in this might it has the cover on the a-frame bumper like there might Uh be a winch back there i don't know that that necessarily means there is a winch i don't i don't know if they fit that same a-frame with Mm -hmm. and without the winch but anyways yeah the 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 part that i find quite startling Mm -hmm. and i don't know if you agree is that the door handle is still white the door handle is white, and if you were to look at this photo, you might think that uh, somebody had retouched it mm-hmm. and had you know deleted the door handle area because it does look like a blank section within the frame of the door, which is all sand glow. And so the door handle and the the recess through what you through which yeah. you put your fingers that is all white. You know uh, what I think is interesting about this car is actually the Beltline mm-hmm. uh, stripe of white. It it, mm-hmm. it is kind of where you would traditionally see on a Defender would be the capping yeah. on a Defender. Yeah, and, and and I feel like you know that is something that if I had a new Defender, I would kind of uh, use that as a design detail mm-hmm. because it is mm-hmm. kind of. Um, it's kind of hidden or lost yeah. in in most of these defender cars that belt line is not really distinct and on this car it is i'm not sure i love the white treatment you know in my case i would probably do like a a silver or something mm-hmm. like that to mm-hmm. sort of mimic the galvanized capping but uh, i think that is an interesting feature of this car um yeah but the three tone is it it definitely threw me for a loop i was not expecting the three tone situation when I first saw it, I actually went and did a little digging to see if, like, this was something that somebody had just photoshopped. I honestly thought for a second, like, well, wait, no, that's not that's not the real car. You know, it's funny because the Beltline piece, I thought exactly the same thing. I thought, well, yeah. this is the first time where you actually feel that division between roof and mm-hmm. body the same way that you would on, you know, any car with a galvanized capping, older Defenders or or any series car. And I, I actually really like that. I think that's a neat design element. I don't know that I love the white surround of the hood and that it sort of the white kind of falls down into the grill yeah um i think the black car uh wrapped just on the sides like this car is looked quite cool it looked conducive and sort of but i like that they've done something different you know they're not just making the same car again you can get this i don't know if you could get the old one in a 90 i think you probably could but the one that we're looking at is a 90 it has the super cool little fold out side ladder which i still think is one of the best ladders 
maybe not the best use of space on your defender. There's better things you can probably hang over that rear window, but it covers the signature panel, which is all that matters. Um, <laughs> you know, you can you can use that uh, that side ladder. I think it's super functional, and it does look like it has a Land Rover roof rack on it, even though the Land Rover roof racks have been uh, obsoleted because they are not safe to carry any load, apparently. They bend extremely easily, and so you can no longer configure a Defender with one, uh, and they're working, I guess, on a redesign, and they'll replace, I don't think they're going to replace anybody's roof racks, but the newer, when you are, can order it again, it will be a redesigned uh, roof rack. Uh, so Roof uh, rack it, that cannot safely carry any load is not a, uh, no. <laughs> not, not something you want. That's not an optional uh, equipment, a piece of optional equipment you want. But, yeah. Uh, Given that that you know very few people put things on the roof rack, maybe maybe it's not a big maybe deal. It's I fine. Don't know. Maybe it's fine. I don't know. And I think it's more like if you were up there, and and certainly, I mean, the the my Trek uh, Defender has that Land Rover roof rack, and yeah, I get what people are saying. Like there is, you feel flex in there that you don't maybe climbing around on the Brown Church roof rack on the you know on the Camel Trophy Discovery, but it probably weighs about one fifteenth of what that Brown Church rack weighs. Sure. The Brown Church rack w- might weigh as much as the entire new Defender. I don't know, but it's uh, it is a uh, yeah, it's not the most sturdy piece. But the nice thing is there's lots of great third party roof racks for the new Defender already. There's there's super cool ones from mm-hmm. a number of different companies, and of course, um, if you can get Front Runner to sell you one, they they have a nice one, and and then there's there's some other ones too. They'll sell I, you a rack, just not any. You can, only if you <laughs> promise. <laughs> I promise to use it exactly like you told them you would never do anything, never deviate, keep it exactly the same. So anyways, that's the new, uh, that's the new defender uh, trophy here in North America. So uh, if you want one, I think, yeah, like I said, I think they're about right around a hundred grand and uh, there are, you can get them. They are at dealers. Uh, There's one, there's a couple here in LA for sure. As both dealers have called me to see if I want one. I said, I'm full up. Thank you guys. But uh, the event sounds cool. You know, what's your, what's your takeaway, hot or not? on this what's your gut feeling on you know this? what i would probably i've seen the original one close up i yeah. personally again this is my only my personal opinion i probably would wait for okay. the new trek defender the 23 trek event defenders okay. to mm-hmm. go for uh, out for sale i think if you really want a car uh, and you want it as an off-roader and you want all the widgets and gadgets and the little hangy dues and things the trek prepared cars that i believe lucky eight is doing again if not some some outfitter is doing um are a little more rugged and they're a little more meant for sort of you know real off-roading if you want a car that is super capable and and you know like the defender is and kind of has some fun gadgets on it and has an interesting aesthetic i think this is a great car and it comes with the whole trip to uh you know the north carolina event and then maybe if you do well there the eastern event like that's great you know i think that's a neat experience and i i applaud land rover for making a product that comes with a little adventure i think that's really cool you know i mean that's what they're for you know, they were they were invented for doing work and having adventures and things like that. And so the fact that, you know, you have one built in with your new uh, trophy defender, uh, I think that's cool. I think that's kind of cool. So, you know what? I like the idea, even if I maybe don't love every aesthetic element of the car. I'll say that. Fair. What do you Fair. think? I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I agree. So another piece of news, and I know this is something that is very near and dear to your heart, our very good friends at the YouTube uh, video channel Arconic that also occasionally produce Defenders um, has a new partnership. As we know, Arconic is 
uh, big when it comes to partnerships and making things that aren't defenders, right? They've, they've done the watch made out of defender parts. Uh, now, Arconic vehicles are expensive. They are a very high-end, uh, you know, uh, restoration, resto mod of a, of a Land Rover. Not everyone has the hundreds of thousands of dollars sometimes that one of these cars can cost. But maybe you have one-tenth of that in that you can now purchase through a, uh, you know, through a partnership with the uh, RC car manufacturer Traxxas, an official one-tenth scale Arconics Defender. Uh, mm. So you can you can have a little mini, and I'm going to text to you a, a photo. This is again Please. a blind a blind reveal. We're going to uh, get for, the reaction I, here. Yeah, the, the live reaction. So uh, here is a photo of the one tenth scale Traxxas uh, Arconic uh, Defender, right. and uh, you'll notice. Now. Yeah, you'll notice. Uh, Holy buckets! Is, look at that. Right. Yeah, it's got a it's got a like a little D rings in the front, and it's got yep. a tiny little winch that. Uh, does not look to be functional. It's got uh, two, yeah, like sure. a hood bulge, a power bulge on the hood, a NAS style roof rack, fender flares that are pretty pretty darn wide. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is three times as wide as a normal uh, Traxxas RC car for sure. You know, Just twelve like year old thing. twelve year old me loves this. Uh huh. Twelve year old me loves this. This is great. Now I think you can't really appreciate it entirely. Um, until you've uh, until you've seen, they have a couple of pictures, and I'm I'm struggling to find them now. But they have a couple of pictures of the tiny uh, Traxxas car um, parked right next to the full sized uh, Arconics Defender, and uh, and it is just the cutest. Here, I found one. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you. It is absolutely uh, the cutest little Defender uh, that you can uh, that you can hope to have. Um, now, the thing is, is uh, not only is the car uh, one-tenth the scale, uh, but the price is also one-tenth the scale. So this is an $1,800 uh, RC car. What so, does the normal Traxxas non-Arconic Defender cost? I'm glad you they asked. Make a, they make a Defender body they for do. They do make yeah. a Defender at uh, $250. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a sixteen hundred dollar premium yes. on this remote control car. That's correct. And, and the what is it in? Now here's a question. Here's yes. a question. Yes. Does the roof rack on this remote control car safely hold more than the factory Defender roof rack? I believe it does. Yes, I believe it does. I believe this car is rated for a higher load on its tiny roof than the real Defender is on its actual. Uh, now, uh, it is it is important to know that the car yeah. actually has real working four wheel drive, yes. uh, which is which is kind of fun um, and uh, that it packs a, a, a four thousand milliamp hour battery, um, which is mated to a, a Titan 550 motor. I don't know what any of that shit means, no, but, no. Uh, I, but I think I, the Titan motor is just a, a scale model of the two and a half turbo diesel that they put in the full size Arconics, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it is legal for import into the United States though, this particular yeah. RC car. So uh, yeah, 
It is, Man. Uh, you know, yeah, it's a premium. It's a premium uh, Defender uh, RC car wow. um, from our good friends at Arconics, which I have to say, you know, those guys have a knack for taking something that you would normally pay hundreds of dollars for and making it cost thousands of dollars. It is, uh, it is a special skill. I mean, you know, I, I don't knock them, you know, that is, uh, you know, and it does have giant wheel arches and it has all the things it has this, all the things this, want. if you're a child of a crypto bro this is what you buy yeah oh absolutely yeah, yeah you get you you get in your your scaled electric tesla that you can drive to the park to then drive your arconics rc defender so anyways i've ordered one and it should be here next week so <laughs> it's gonna be great i'm looking I'm i can't wait i can't wait I'm looking yeah this is, this is amazing yeah, it's I a pretty it. good little car. So, uh, so that's uh, that. So, uh, on to uh, this afternoon's uh, exciting, exciting interview too. It's a double header, uh, which we don't normally a twofer. do. A twofer, a twofer, if you will. You've only paid nothing for this podcast once. You won't yeah. have to pay nothing twice. Bogo. And so that's yeah, fantastic. So we've got both, both of the SoCal Rover Club Eds, the Two team Eds. of Ed, Ed and Eddie. You're not yep. gonna have to pay any extra. You get both Eds for the price of one. Which is free. So we're going to talk to Ed and Eddie about the SoCal Rover Club's upcoming Rover Rendezvous, the 22nd year, by the way. Uh, Rover Rendezvous event. And it's going to be, I'm looking super forward to it. Um, You know, uh, and then uh, we're going to talk to, uh, or actually probably start with talking to Ed Testa uh, from IE Rovers, the president of the SoCal Rover Club. We're going to talk to him. Uh, about the fact that he's sponsoring the Rebel Rally Defender, uh, the 22-23 Rebel Rally Defender uh, for the girls. And uh, we're going to talk about all the work he did, all the parts that he's put in, uh, some of the folks that helped him out get it done. So very exciting. What a generous fellow. I can't wait to talk to him. Seems like a super nice guy. Let's load up the interview machine with, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe a couple of fire uh, extinguishers. This a time. couple of fire extinguishers and the contents of a four thousand milliamp hour lipo battery, <laughs> and uh, and just see uh, just see what uh, what happens. Let's get after it. All right, so we're joined by Ed Testa and Eddie Ma, uh, both from the Southern California uh, Land Rover Club, now the SoCal Rover Club. So for those of you who uh, maybe rebranded. Knew the, rebranded, rebranded for a whole new, a whole new world uh, of of rovering, um, and now totally inclusive to uh, rover car owners, of which I've almost been like twice in the last year, but uh, still it's been I, close. It's been I, close. I, I've avoided it. <laughs> I've avoided it both times. Although there's that three hundred, that two hundred TDI uh, rover car that uh, he sent me. That uh, essentially, that, yeah, yeah, it's a, a P six with a three hundred TDI uh, for sale in <laughs> uh, Ottawa, maybe yeah. something like that. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. That's uh, that sounds like a Dixon may have had something to do with that uh, particular uh, conversion. I love that they took a car that's worth nothing and put an engine that's worth something and made something that's really cool. It's, it's just really not cool. a conversion that you would normally see. You would normally see, no, yeah. or that really makes any sense. But no. anyway, so first of all, I thought we'd start with uh, with our good friend Ed Testa from uh, IE Rovers uh, down uh, here in uh, beautiful uh, Lake Elsinore, uh, California, just uh, south of uh, Los Angeles, who is a uh, rover uh, engineer extraordinaire and a sponsor of the 2022-2023 uh, uh, Rebel Rally uh, team made up by, of course, Liza and Jenna. Uh, Ed had the uh, Defender for uh, a good amount of time and uh, worked very hard to solve uh, what is a p- persistent uh, uh, cooling uh, issue in that uh, particular in that particular vehicle. So, uh, Ed, welcome uh, and uh, thanks for joining us. And again, thank you for 
uh, sponsoring the uh, Rebel Rally team and for putting in all the uh, sweat and uh, tears and literal blood uh, into the uh, into the car. That was a real challenge getting that thing uh, up and going. <laughs> With some very fun, uh, uh, fun uh, twists to it as well. Yeah, it is cooling now, like it's uh, supposed to, way better than it has ever in its uh, in its life. The uh, high performance aluminum racing radiator makes a uh, makes a big difference to that uh, to that old uh, rover motor. So, tell me a little bit about. As you know, it's funny because I, you know, we've known each other a very long time, but uh, uh, I guess I've never really gotten the rundown. Tell me a little bit about IE Rovers and where it came from and how you ended up in a world where uh, you deal with uh, mostly Discovery, Defender, and uh, the occasional Range Rover Classic and things like that, right? Is that sort of your sweet spot? That is, uh, that's my ideal spot. Yeah, the uh, the old stuff. And it, it, you know, Land Rover for me, it started on a, a fluke. Um, I, back in 2001, I got hired at the dealership. Uh, walking down the street, just filling out applications and they needed somebody immediately. I was pretty much hired on the spot. You know, that started an 11 year stint at the dealership, uh, writing service, uh, uh, and service manager there. And eventually I needed a change. I went out and, uh, worked for a little while for somebody else that I was introduced to by a Land Rover friend of mine. And then, I uh, looked at my wife one day and said, honey, uh, uh, the whole time I was doing side work and I looked at my wife one day and said, I need to quit my job. <laughs> and so, then yeah, the, uh, and, and, uh, IE Rovers was, uh, was born. Uh, kind of. It started first as IE Automotive Repair and, uh, uh, then transformed into IE Rovers because Land Rover people just followed me. Um, you know, you through through even not doing them, they they just followed me. You know, so it's a persistent group. Difficult, difficult to get rid of. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the Land Rover uh, owner. Uh, I think there's a cream for that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's only partially effective. It relieves some of the itching, but doesn't get rid of any of the burning. So that's the, does it get rid of the green blood? Yeah, that's right. Exactly, exactly. Well, that's super cool. And so, what's a day to day vehicle that that's going to come in and out of uh, the shop for you? What kind of stuff are you working on primarily? Uh, we do a lot of discoveries, disco ones, disco twos. Like those are the main. You know, there's so many of them out there. We we just deal a lot with them. We for years and years and years specialized in building rover engines. You know, so you know the four hundred four six engines. We just inherently kind of fell into the the uh the the discoveries the classics the defenders all of those tend to be the colors that uh um you know we just tend to funnel through so we we work on some of the new stuff and we we you know get all generations every once in a while it's just to sound a little freelander but uh the uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah is there another kind No, most people I try to talk out of buying them or owning them. Yeah, yeah. Ed actually sent me the ad for the Freelander that uh, that we own the uh, the underpowered hour company car. So he is uh, he is the uh, the impetus for uh, for said uh, ownership of the undisputed king of all Land Rovers, the uh, G four Orange Freelander. Um, but uh, but that's a good that's a great segue into. Uh, Ed, how is the Freelander uh, doing? Last time I was there picking up the Defender, it was uh, in uh, in many pieces and undergoing a uh, 
a near total overhaul as uh, I think all freelanders need to. Uh, I think I've easily quadrupled the investment in that uh, freelander, uh, which to be fair, wouldn't take much, but uh, but still to uh, all freelanders when purchased uh, used uh, need at least five times their purchase uh, value to then get them to run again. Uh, so how how is Project uh, Undisputed King of uh, Land Rovers? Uh, at this moment, putting the back timing belts on, um, and then it's uh, going back together. The front's all set up. The engine is still in little pieces. There are still boxes now spread across the shop. Around the car, there are parts everywhere. And <laughs> I like it. The, uh, the Freelander's sense of sort of like detritus. It's like a, it's like a hedge that you, uh, you know, or a weed that it plant. And the next thing you know, it's every. <laughs> you just like you're finding Freelander parts under everything, and uh, yeah, it's good. That's uh, that's good. Well, uh, we're we're very excited to uh, get that project uh, back on the road, so that uh, 20 minutes after it's back together, something else can blow up. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a it's an adventure. It it needs like a, a rest full restoration every 10,000 miles. There's a label actually in the owner's manual. It says, you know, <laughs> it's just part of the service schedule. Full restoration. 10,000 miles. Skip the oil change, replace engine transmission, and you're good yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah. Now, our, our good friend, John, uh, oh, John Kosick over at uh, the uh, Center Steer podcast, I found out has the engine to his Freelander. It's actually the only surviving part, apparently, to his Freelander. His, of course, was uh, a chimney apparently fell on it and destroyed it. And uh, and the only piece left is the engine. So I am going to reach out to John and see if we can uh, purchase that engine uh, from him to have a spare uh, entire engine uh, for the uh, Freelander. It seems, it seems only only fair. I, I will say that on the last Center Steer podcast that uh, Dixon uh, challenged John to start a freelander registry uh much like the uh much like the uh any any land rover registry that you 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 prefer out there series two series three the north american registry whatever you're into um and uh i feel as though at this point if it was uh, one of the conditions for being on the registry was running we would have potentially the only freelander on that list <laughs> so happy to join uh john's uh freelander list just as soon as he gets that the rarest land rover in north america the <laughs> running, running freelander, freelander. <laughs> it's almost almost as rare as the p38 where all the electronic equipment works yeah that's right <laughs> It's almost it's true. It's true. It's a close race. It's a very tight race uh, between those two between those two vehicles. How do you feel about the P thirty eight? Tell us tell us your thoughts on that car. You work on those very often. I I do work on P thirty eights, but there are very few of them out there that actually come in. As a matter of fact, I have one coming in tomorrow. Um, Amazing. He's got a uh, mysterious air suspension leak. And so we have to. Is it mysterious? <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> you know the the funny thing is about the P thirty eight. Oh, not on, not all that much on like the Freelander is that like the folks that love them like really love them. You know, like they're really deeply into the P thirty eight as a a misunderstood Land Rover. Uh, I gotta give the P thirty eight credit. Okay, the P thirty eight is probably the nicest riding Land Rover mm -hmm. ever built. Mm -hmm. That said, not so great on the mechanical side, electrical <laughs> side. <laughs> when it's riding, it's great. Yes. It's if you great. push it down a hill and get inside, wow, feels wow. great. It's just ecstasy. Feels great. Yeah, feels it's great. like riding on a cloud. It's amazing. So 
Ed, let's just talk for a moment about all of the things that happened sort of stem to stern on uh, the Defender while you uh, while you had it there so that uh, you can mention some of the folks that, uh, you know, sort of helped you, uh, you know, along the way, parts wise, uh, special modifications wise, and and maybe even some some tips for that type of suspension setup owners is where they can potentially make some things better. Our challenge to Ed was you deal with this type of car on an almost uh, daily basis, uh, what are the things that you would do to essentially battle harden uh, the Defender 90 to make sure that it can get through these, uh, you know, two weeks of grueling uh, rally work? So what were, uh, what were some of those things, Ed? What did, you, what did you do to the car? The main thing that we did to really beef up the suspension on there was in the rear. Um, the rear uh, radius rod arms, the lateral arms that run to the uh, uh, the rear axle from the frame, uh, notoriously from the factory are very thin and get dragged over rocks and bend very easily. And if I remember correctly, your left rear was already bent. Yes. Um, yes. So we contacted Simon at RTE. I, I deal with them all the time. I, I called him and I said, I'm in a pinch. I need this. He goes, I can do it in a few weeks. And I literally get a text a few minutes later here that he showed me is like three hours later. I get this text with picture of the two arms already fabricated together. And he says, I just dropped what I was doing. I did it. I could hear how urgent this was. They're on their way to you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we really appreciate Simon and the RT guys because, man, you know, we had to get all of this work done in a very tight window so the girls could get out pre-running, which they've been doing now for the last couple of weeks. And uh, and so, uh, yeah, it all had to be back together by the time that uh, we started, uh, you know, getting it prepped to uh, go out uh, over the last few weeks. So, yeah, huge thank you to Simon. And uh, and those things are uh, outstanding. They are a beefy, beefy piece. And uh, and replace some of the you know some of the Land Rover uh, stock. Uh, there's no uh, there's no poly bush at the top anymore. It's now a proper articulating heim joint, and they are they look like I mean you could beat someone to death with one of these things. They are a serious serious piece of uh, of kit. So yeah, we really appreciate Simon and the hustle there. Yeah, if you could pick them up and swing them around, they sure weigh a lot. <laughs> yeah, they're like they've got their own little mini rock sliders, and they're tubular. They're a square tube as opposed to just a a single tube and uh and they're already sort of bent for you know to uh, and welded that way so that they stick up underneath the car a little bit more than the old arms that hang down quite a bit more so yeah so super cool so rear suspension that uh, that happened and then uh because we needed to spare out the drive shafts new drive shafts yes yes yeah we got uh, two new drive shafts on there from uh tom woods and uh with spicer joints in them so they should be good to go and then uh what else did we do on there the uh we did the cooling system we put a new radiator in there for you your ron davis radiator that came with a couple challenges yeah because the oil cooler a lot of people i don't know if they know but the nas defender has the oil cooler integrated into the radiator and that requires some uh some interesting plumbing that's actually the piece that on the you know if you haven't changed your defender oil cooling lines from the factory that's what splits open and sprays hot oil all over your uh, manifold and starts your car on fire so uh so that's a that's an important thing to address for uh, for uh, nas defender owners as more than a couple have, have been planned consumed. obsolescence system that's exactly burns right. your car down so you are required to buy a new car <laughs> to just go buy a new car yeah exactly yeah. 
Exactly. That's why we have to carry uh, two, three extinguishers in our de- in our defenders, you know, just right. in case you that happens. You can never happens. have too many. Yeah, you can never have too many. Yeah, one under the hood, <laughs> one under the trip, car. You're bound to have three fires. <laughs> I, you know, I bring marshmallows. I skip right yeah. to the, the, you know. Yeah, just dinner party. Just let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah, exactly. You got to plan for multiple fires. Actually, a trip with only three fires. This is a pretty good trip, actually. That's a, a fairly low. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so brand new cooling system, uh, and that is a uh, that is a super high performance unit uh, in there uh, now. And then uh, some overhaul of the starting sparking system. That's right. We put the uh, Petronics distributor in there in a blaster coil. The uh, the factory distributor literally came apart. <laughs> yeah, it had uh, it had uh, seen a lot of miles. This is the original distributor to that car. Uh, you know, two hundred thousand miles later, so uh, it uh, was probably time. Probably time for. A new one so uh so that's all working sparking and uh and starting and running uh, beautifully and uh just humming along so uh all ready to go and uh they uh were getting the wrap uh, on the car uh next week and then a few finishing touches and that's it uh and then it's off to uh it's off, off to, to the races. Of. It's literally off to the races, as they say. So, uh, so, so, yeah. So again, thank you, Ed, for all the help on that, uh, and uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, and uh, you know, the girls will uh, uh, be safer. Uh, you know, one step safer because of all of the the work that uh, that you've done. So uh, it'll break down, but probably not for any of those reasons. So that's good. <laughs> Let's move the breakdown to a different place. We're going to take a very quick break to hear from this sponsor. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And now back to the show. So, Ed, you're not just uh, a uh, a Land Rover shop owner, mechanic, engineer, upgrader, uh, but you also happen to be uh, the current president of the SoCal uh, Rover Club, along with our good friend uh, Eddie Ma, who is the social media super ninja of uh, the club and uh, you guys are not just here to talk about uh, about the uh, the rebel rally defender but about a big uh, socal rover club event coming up a big annual event coming up uh this year coming up in october so talk to me a little bit about that eddie what is the uh what is the event and uh, where is it and how can people find out uh, more about it? Well, the uh, Rover Rendezvous is a long-standing tradition that our clubs had. This is our 22nd year that we're going into and it's our biggest social event. And it started out back in the day as being a multi-car club event between, um, you know, it's San Diego Club, our club and NorCal. And then um, some of the dealerships were involved. I remember Las Vegas dealership was heavily involved at the beginning and uh, truly sponsored and supported the club a lot. But uh, this year we're going in and just having this big old festival. We're going to have, I think, I believe we have about eight or nine trails that are going. We kind of have to adjust a little bit because of the big fire that is, Mm -hmm. I think, is still currently burning right now. But uh, that's going to be a fun trail. 
Holy it moly. Is. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, started so, by a Land Rover, believe it or not. Yeah, started by a Land Rover. But it'll For be one... put out by a Land Rover. God help us. Yeah. <laughs> a, a Land Rover that didn't have a fire extinguisher with them. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. See, that's there. No, no, no. They only no. Had it two, had, they three. Used <laughs> had three. Had three, but four fires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be taking place up in the beautiful San Bernardino National Forest. And our base nice. camp's always at uh, Hannah Flats uh, Campground. And, uh, you know, last year we had uh, just about 100 or a little over 100 rigs come in from multi-state. Great uh, really good turnout. And uh, this year we're probably going to be maybe a little bit shy of that. It's been a little bit tougher still coming out of COVID, but uh, there's still a lot of excitement. The members just look forward to this every single year. And it's just a great family event, you know, when we hang out at, at base camp. Um, you know, Ed could tell you guys a little bit more about some of the great activities that we'll be doing this year, but super fun activity. It's going to be happening the weekend of October 7th through the 9th. Um, so just a few more weeks. Very yeah, cool. fantastic. And can people still sign up? Is there still space? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we have, I think we have maybe about 30 spots left and then, um, and then that's it. We're done. Um, September 30th will be the last date that you can register. Uh, this year, there will be no registration uh, at camp. So last year, people could drive up and actually sign up the day of. But this year, we're not doing that because it, it logistically, it caused a lot of headaches for us. Mm -hmm. It took a lot of time away from, you know, all of our members that were attending. So we're, we're holding fast to the September 30th cutoff date. And also, one of the big things that I want to throw a plug out is our huge raffle that we have. And uh, Saturday night, after our, our wonderful, delicious barbecue dinner that we'll be having, that's catered. Uh, that's all included in the price. And, uh, you know, the uh, the raffle members can go ahead and go to our website at uh, SoCalRoverClub.org, and uh, they can buy their raffle tickets in advance. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's some great, uh, great uh, raffle items as uh, not just because raffle items are sort of the one part of the thing that I deal with, but, uh, <laughs> and I didn't get most of the great raffle items this year. I think it's very important to, uh, to note that, uh, man, there are some fantastic uh, sponsors uh, this year though. What are some of the raffle items, Eddie? Well, we, one of the biggest raffles, uh, the one that just came in recently, um, super winch came through big time with us and they just donated uh, an SX 10, uh, winch one of their latest models with the uh synthetic rope line in there mm -hmm. um yeah see, there's uh their b tech uh, has got uh, a uh, right. radio setup uh that we're uh, we're getting um cars four by four has got the sweet aluminum uh tanks for the uh, discovery uh that they're uh the overflow tank that is uh, really super cool for the discovery too um, there is an outdoor pizza oven from your good friends at the underpowered hour. Nice. Um, there is, yeah, super, super sweet. Ike is going to put all his tickets in that one. Uh, yeah. I love yeah. pizza. Outdoors yeah. too. Oh, absolutely. It's the only way to enjoy the, uh, the pizzas, but, uh, but yeah, no, we've got some really cool stuff. So, and more stuff coming. We've got some camp ship stuff, but it's still stuff that will get, uh, announced, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be really good. It's going to be a great, uh, going to be a great evening. Some Southern California Rover Club merch, hoodies, toques, hats. Oh my God. The raffle bags are going to, I'm sorry, the, uh, the welcome bags are going to be incredible. Very cool stuff in there. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking very forward to it. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, right in the middle of the rebel rally. So uh, Liza and Jenna will be out in the desert and, uh, and uh, Cooper and I are uh, heading up to, uh, to do that. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think we'll be able to bring the undisputed king of all Land Rovers as we just don't have enough drivers and uh, there's a hill involved to get there. So probably won't do that, but, uh, but uh, we'll have the, we'll have the, uh, we'll break the track defender and uh, some other fun stuff. So, so that'll be, you know, good. I just bought a new trailer. You could always borrow the trailer to bring yeah. it. Where... It's true. I could you tow it. Well, you don't even have to drive it. I no. mean, you should just get used to towing it. <laughs> we should just get used to it. We really should just get it its own trailer. It doesn't even really need a motor. Again, Dixon has been encouraging us to uh, backdate it to a Series 1 drivetrain uh, just with mm. a uh, Freelander body to increase its reliability significantly. It so, would. Yeah, it really what? actually would. Oh, oh, way more. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would be night and day, night and day difference. That might happen. That might happen. Oh, we'll see. So, uh, Ed, what what kind of uh, trails uh, are available up there in uh, in Big Bear for those folks who maybe don't know or are thinking about uh, about committing and traveling down from another part of the uh, of the country, maybe even coming out from the East Coast? Who knows? Yeah, we we've We've been doing this event up there for many, many, many years, and um, we try to change it up. Uh, we There are a lot of trails up there. Uh, we're running eight trails this year in all different directions off the, mm-hmm. off the mountain. Hannah Flats just happens to be a really good spot to use as a staging area. So the trails range from very beginner scenic trails, you know, or just, you know, Want to get your tires dirty and go for a nice drive, take the wife and kids out. Um, and then, you know, we have intermediate trails that are a little more challenging. You know, we have a lot of, lot of quests for intermediate stuff. Um, and then usually throw in one black diamond on there. So we usually a, a small group will go out and, uh, and, and hit the more challenging stuff. So uh, we have uh, eight trails total this year. And they are, you know, we have already re- pre-run them. Um, we have dedicated trail leaders in this group. So, um, you know, the trails of the trail leaders have already gone out and pre run their trails. So they're ready for it. And it's a great time. You know, this year I, going into this, I told everybody in the board, I said, look, we need to make it better. We can do better. And so we really tried to step it up this year and, uh, and, and put in some, a little more effort and just make some, a better event out of it. You know, we're going to try to accept credit cards. That's it sounds go. amazing. It sounds amazing. You got Did you get your Starlink on order? Yeah, we got to get the Starlink. That I think is the solution to our problem is we've got to borrow somebody's Starlink or buy our own. That's that's what did, we're going to do. Did you put your order in, Steve? I know I got to do it. I got to oh, I, okay. I think yeah, I got to get it. I mean, it's on my list. It's on my list. You know, I showed my wife that the other day and, and uh, told her she could work from the from the trailer and she goes, "Let's get one." <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Done. <laughs> It's good enough for me. So I guess the uh, the only other thing to sort of ask is uh, what's the you know, what's the the spread of vehicles that uh, that are uh, normally seen at uh, at this event? What kind of is there any limit on, uh, you know, what kind of car should come too new too old or uh, what's the deal there? No, we we uh, we're, we we don't uh, discriminate there. Um, we have a few members with series that come up there. Um, I, I, Brad tried to get up there last year, but had a problem. We almost got him up there. I just didn't we have a. I didn't have a spare there. distributor with me. Yeah. yeah, I think he did come up, but he brought his mom or dad's Camry or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he came up with the Camry. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad. So, um, 
but we have we have everything from series uh we have old defenders um we have some nas 110s that show up and then we have discoveries it's everything everything land rover will show up there uh we do have members with l322s uh full size mid mid-year range rovers couple of p38s uh, mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. don't think we have anybody with a freelander though well we're trying well we'll see <laughs> we'll see what we could do we may have to we're going to get a uh, a couple of oxen and uh, lash them to the front of the freelander and we'll uh you know we'll mule team borax that sucker up there and it'll be uh it'll be fine um but uh, that's true we've i don't think we've ever actually had a running freelander attend at least in the 15 years i've been doing it i don't think there's been a, a freelander we went we're, we're close there, to changing it just, that. it just doesn't exist it hasn't yeah, been it one. just doesn't exist there hasn't been one in 15 years in the time it was sold to now it just didn't exist <laughs> so uh we're working on it. one requirement for sure at least for vehicle preparation uh well i shouldn't say one but a few real quick was that we definitely want to make sure that people know before they come up you know if they're if they're not doing the easy trail for sure it's Highly recommend that, that they have off-roading, good condition, off-roading tires, full-size spare tire, no dummy tires, no do- donut tires, two-speed locking transfer case. We've, we've had a couple incidences in the past on several trails where someone didn't have a full-size spare and, it, you know, it just makes for a long day for several people that have to go back and do some rescue work. So and we have to go out and patch and fill and whatever else we have to do. So yeah. um, unless you guys yeah. feel everybody else's tire that's with you. <laughs> yeah. So we go tire shopping. Yes. It's uh, almost every year we go tire shopping for uh, who's got something we can borrow while we go uh, recover this car and, uh, and bring it back. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, thankfully I, I opt out of most of those as uh, somebody has got to set up all the raffle items. So the and, reason and I stay. demonstrate the pizza oven. Yeah, we had that's true. Yeah. Mike and I will be making pizzas from your raffle pizza uh, thing that you'll uh, you'll win. So it's going to be great. That's going to be it's going to be fantastic. So thank you guys. I mean, it is uh, it is awesome uh, that uh, this is the twenty second. I can't believe it. A twenty second year. Uh, I kind of remember the first one that I went to. I think it was maybe it was fourteen or fifteen. Sort of saying like, "Wow, there's been fifteen of these already." And now, uh, yeah, to be to be uh, oh, it was it was way more than that. It was like ten maybe, because uh, it's been it's been almost fifteen years now. So it's been uh, yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Where time flies when you're dragging somebody off of a trail because they didn't have a full size spare. But uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, no guest, of course, as you guys know, as I know you both listen to the show, uh, leaves without uh, first running the. Gong- Gauntlet of uh, the most difficult set of uh, questions uh, in the uh, Land Rover podcast uh, realm. Uh, we've compared notes with uh, with John and Dan and Ivan, and uh, they all agree these are by far the most uh, difficult question. Coincidentally, they have all answered uh, these questions, which is interesting. Um, but uh, Ike, are you ready for the world famous Ike Goss lightning round uh, questions? Yeah, I think we we should just alternate between Ed and Eddie. How do you feel about that, guys? Ooh, <laughs> the Ed and Eddie configuration, the most dangerous configuration. Yeah, yeah, so, this, yeah. This, this could be. Uh, this could be good. Um, all right. Are you guys ready? Sure. Oh, we'll yeah. start with Ed. We'll start with Ed. Ed, gas or diesel? Oh, gas. Gas. All right. And uh, Eddie, leaves or coil springs? Coil all the way. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> Sorry. All right. It's all right. Ed, bronze or Esnor green? That's a tricky question. You know, when I, when I think of the bronze, I think of the, the, the Maya gold, you know? Okay. Uh, 
when that came off the, when the first one showed up at the dealership, I turned around and saw it on the transport truck. I said, oh my God, they're not releasing that color. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I would definitely go with the green. They're both green. Bronze the green or Esnor green? Oh, Esnor green. All right. All right. All right. Go Esnor green. Eddie, Disco 1 or Disco 2? 1. <laughs> I can answer that one too. Disco one. Disco one. one. It's All unanimous. It's unanimous. Wow. wow. I love it. I love it. And uh Ed, bias ply or radial tire? Well, that depends if it's a trepidor or not. I mean trepidors you go bias ply, but uh radials. Radials, radials. All right. You guys made a hundred percent of the questions. You you got all the correct answers. Congratulations. <laughs> Were there any wrong answers? Oh, there's definitely. Only, there's only wrong answers. Yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, that's the ones the, you the, didn't the say, those are the wrong ones. That's the theme. That's the theme of the uh, of the whole show. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks again. Uh, Ed, thank you. Uh, and thanks, IE Rovers, for all of the work on uh, the uh, Rebel Rally uh, 2223 Defender. And uh, Eddie, thank you for, uh, for coming on and talking about uh, the event. And uh, hopefully everybody heads over to SoCalRoveClub.org and uh, checks it out. There's still a little bit of space left. I think there's maybe 10, uh, not even 10, I think. There's less than 10 spots, but, uh, and I don't think there's any place to stay, but uh, you know, that's all right. Uh, come on, uh, come on up anyways. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks again, guys, for coming on. And uh, thanks for all your help with everything. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again uh, very soon, I'm sure. I would love to uh, check in and get a recap uh, after uh, the event. And uh, uh, Ed, I'm sure as we do the, uh, as we do the wrap-up show for the Rebel Rally, if you're out in uh, Palm Springs at the finish line uh, party, uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll have to include you in that uh, as well. So, uh, again, thanks, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Really All appreciate right. it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Well, always great to talk to those guys. Looking so forward to having uh, the Freelander back. I bet I'm not looking as forward to having it back as Ed is to having it gone. Oh, I nice. wouldn't doubt that. I think uh, I think you are the sole individual enthusiast of Freelanders. Besides, besides our good friend Phil at the uh, Dunsfold Landro oh, Museum, yeah. who is a bigger enthusiast of the Freelander than he, yourself. He is. He has an amazing collection of pearlescent. He does diesel freelanders mm -hmm. there in the UK, but, uh, Ed, the Eds are great, super nice guys. And, mm -hmm. uh, I really, uh, I really hope that, uh, everyone can make it to the Rover rendezvous yeah. for the, uh, so-called land Rover club. That's going to be a great event. Oh, it's going to be super good. So yeah, if you haven't uh, got your, uh, registration, uh, yet as again, camping is pretty full already, but Hey, maybe you find something or stay in the town. Lots of great hotels in big bear too. And, and you can buy a ton of meth there. So, yeah, and there there'll be scalpers for oh, this. For sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, the big line as you go in, there'll be all kinds of yeah. guys and yeah, exactly. Uh mostly in land cruisers. Yeah. So, uh the uh, <laughs> that's how they do it. That's how they do it. So, uh one little uh, bit of business uh, as of course our usual shout out to uh, please go to the Apple Podcasts and uh will you rate this podcast and will you rate it high? We hope the answer to that is yes. Uh, Liza and Jenna depend on it. Um, I don't know why they do, but uh, because something terrible will happen if you don't rate uh, this podcast uh, five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Only five stars. Uh, we're getting more aggressive with it. Like, at first, it was like, <laughs> we're going to ask you nicely to do it. You know? But give us like episode 90. Yeah. We'll be threatening you. 
We're oh yeah, we have we have decals made. It's yeah. five stars or else. Or else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those will be available on the underpowered hour store. Um, get one for friends. Uh, so uh, one one especially especially exciting bit of news is we are going mm. to do an Instagram live from our famous our famous uh, Bob and uh, you know and the crew up there at Penguin Four by Four. That went so swimmingly uh, when we had mm. uh, Bob Ives. Said, yeah, we had mm. uh, uh, you know and our and our uh, ill ill uh, gotten uh, Overland Expo uh, live. We've 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 now perfected it. We think we've got this. The only issue is, I just realized now, Nolan Yap is not going to be involved uh, in this event. We'll have to figure that out. I'm going to reach out to Nolan after we'll, this. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it. Out. Yeah, we'll figure we'll it out. Figure it. Um, so we are going to do a live stream from the uh, the sort of start of the Rebel Rally on Wednesday, October 5th at 5.30 uh, Pacific time. So mark your calendars and tune in to the Underpowered Hour Instagram or the Overland Her Instagram. We're going to do a mashup. We're going to do some interviews. The girls are going to try to find other Land Rover rebels. It's going to be chaotic. If you've ever watched Formula One coverage in Miami, it's going to be just like that. You know, you never know who's going to show up. You same, know? same production crew. It's exactly the same, the same mm-hmm. uh, production crew. DJ Khaled might show up we don't know could be anybody anything's possible so that's going to be on the instagram live how that works i don't know and i think we've proven that uh wednesday october 5th at 5 30 pacific time and we'll obviously put that on the socials and everything so uh but if you're driving your series land rover right now use that third hand to go ahead and jot it down somewhere just just go ahead and yeah. write that down uh so that you uh so that you have it first off if you're driving your series land rover right now how are you listening to this what headphones do you have to get this la- loud enough to actually understand us that is that is impressive i impressed so that's it for this week uh another uh great one uh in the books uh ike i have uh, put your uh defender trophy edition uh on order uh land rover has forbid us however from competing in the event no matter how many of them we buy uh so uh <laughs> just uh, we'll just be for show we've but. been we've been blackballed by jerry it's amazing. Yeah. He's just, you know, we, I, I like to think we had a moment with Jerry, you know, he thought we were related. We had a little joke <laughs> and, uh, I feel like moments after he was, uh, he whispered to someone, make sure those guys never get into one of these things again. And, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure know? that's exactly what happened. And the next, oh, 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 do we have time for, uh, the, uh, Nando's review today? Oh, unfortunately, because of all of the talk, uh, about, uh, the live stream, we have unfortunately run out out of time uh, for Nando's uh, this week. We have made a commitment to get it back on the schedule. Uh, The people at Nando's have reached out uh, and are interested in sponsoring the spice rack on the side of the G4 Defender with Nando's peri-peri sauce. So uh, we'll uh, we'll make sure that uh, we include that uh, in our review uh, where Ike and Linus uh, drink uh, a bottle each of peri-peri sauce. And, They're just uh, going to replace the washer fluid with peri-peri sauce. It's the only way to get the the windows just perfectly clean. <laughs> just so <laughs> Perfectly good. seasoned. It's perfectly seasoned. Just delicious. Just <laughs> delicious. That way, if you hit a bird or something with the, on the way, it's already it's ready to <laughs> it's go. Already done. It's ready to go. It's All right. Done. Well, it's been a slice as always. We will uh, see you next week, and uh, good luck out there. All right. Take care, man. The 
Underpowered Hour is produced by Liza Barris, Ike Goss, and me, Steve Barris. Pavel Svartov composed and performed our theme music. Consider supporting the show on Patreon, and if you already do, thank you. Your support makes the show possible. For even more, check out our Instagram or Facebook.